Welcome to the True Safety Podcast with Apollonia Rockwell, where each week you hear from safety industry experts and leaders discussing safety culture, team development, and the future of the safety industry. If you are looking for help with your safety program or have questions, head to truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the True Safety Podcast. Uh, I'm the producer, Seth Silvers, here with Apollonia Rockwell, CEO of True Safety. Apollonia, how is your day going? Oh my gosh, I'm doing awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm almost in my fifth month of pregnancy and I'm thriving so far. So we'll see how long this Good. Lasts. Yeah, that's amazing. Amazing to hear. So today we're talking about kind of one of your core messages, which is that training is always changing. Um, in the past, we've had, you know, we had a couple episodes with John Dunsmore really talking about the exciting things that are that are here right now for training, but that are going to become more commonplace in the future. And so we just wanted to have one episode where we really focus on this message of, you know, training is always changing. And sometimes that's really easy for people to get on board with. And sometimes that's really hard for people to get on board with. And so some of the recent episodes we've talked about the future of training. I'm curious, like, do you think that is training always going to be evolving and always going to be changing? Or are some of the changes that we're seeing right now with things going more virtual, uh, is there going to be like a peak where like, you know, okay, this is what training is for the next hundred years or something, or is training always going to be changing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's interesting about that is yes. Uh, when you say is training always going to be changing, how I heard you say that is, are humans always going to be training or always going to be uh, changing? And so absolutely, I think that us humans are always going to be consuming information differently. And so that's actually how I interpreted that question there. And what's really interesting is that the more companies that I start working with or I'm networking with, is the majority of companies know that training should be evolving within their organization, but they're not. Right. And they're not on a corporate level at a um, at a mom and pop shop at a medium sized company. A lot of people, and I don't know if this is a direct correlation with just post COVID, and people are just really trying to start having the same year that they had pre-COVID. And so everyone's excited. Everyone was just trying to get back to normal. Let's just get back to normal. Let's get back to, let's just get back to safety meetings. So to make it relatable is the, the last year, everyone's moved to, let's say, virtual safety meetings. So right now, everyone's like, our first milestone needs to just be in-person safety meetings. So um, I don't know if I'm a little bit premature talking about virtual training and uh, AR, VR, but that's that's where we're going. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you think back like, you know, 50 years ago, or would that have been 1971? I don't think that I don't, I don't think that people would have imagined, you know, being able to do a safety meeting with everybody while yeah. Steve is on the job site, you know, Rose at home, the person leading the meeting is in another state. Like I don't think that would have exactly. we would have imagined like being able to have a safety meeting where we're all seeing each other, but 
we're in, you know, 15 different places. Now that's commonplace. Similarly, you know, 10 years ago and and even now, but especially 10 years ago, I don't think anybody would imagine that, you know, when we're doing excavation and trenching training, that you put some weird thing over your eyeballs and you'd be in the trench. And it was going to be enforced by federal law. Yeah, exactly. Like (laughs) you wouldn't, you wouldn't think like that would be unimaginable. And so I think in the same way, there's probably aspects of training 20, 30 years down the road that we can't imagine now, but at some point they'll be commonplace. And so I think it is super important just to realize like, yes, humans are going to always be changing. Technology is always going to be developing, always going to be evolving. And so that's going to trickle down into training. And so I'd love to know, like, what are some of the areas that you're most excited about? I know you've talked about VR and AR, but like, are there a few areas that you're particularly excited about for the changes that are coming in training? Yeah, so we're definitely here at True Safety. So we're starting small, um, not uh, producing 100% VR classes right now. You know, that's where I, I hope to go. And that's what I'm interested in learning um, more and more about. But so we're taking small steps with our customers. And so one thing that I'm really excited about super passionate about is changing two things. So changing the way we experience safety meetings in person and even virtually. Um, So changing up our safety meetings and then changing our training, like for an example, our trenching excavation courses, our fall protection courses. And what I mean by small steps towards a change is taking a uh, John Dunsmore is uh, helping me where uh, he is a gentleman that we've had um, uh, on the podcast previously. And he is uh, the director of innovation at the OSHA training institution here in Colorado. Um, also the, the Rocky Mountain Education Center here. So, but anyway, so what, I, what we're working on is taking a camera and just, and just scanning, just videoing a job site. So let's say AB Excavation Company, we go out to their job site and we actually get footage of their their actual equipment, their actual people on actual job site. And so you take that experience and you bring it to the safety meeting. You bring it to a trenching excavation training. You bring that footage to a new hire orientation. And that way people are seeing, experiencing, not feeling, but close to, they're able to experience real life hazards, real life situations, because we can only, our imaginations can only go so far with powerful PowerPoint, right? And so, um, I don't know about you, but I'm a visual learner. I think we all are, you know, more visually inclined and will learn more that way than we would than talking about a general scenario out of a textbook. Yeah. I'm curious to your first year on the field, like, uh, how is training different now than it was your first year on the job? Yeah, well, and the reason why that's such a great question is because training like that is still going on, and it's going on a lot with all different types of companies. But my first experience with safety training was in a shop with safety people that didn't care about safety. They didn't know about what any of the workers did. They had never been in our welding shop. They had never been on our job sites. 
So it was really hard to listen to somebody that hadn't experienced what we've experienced. And so it was sitting down in front of a PowerPoint that was a 1990s OSHA PowerPoint, super general. And I just remember thinking there has to be a better way because like I learned nothing. I'm 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 the hazard on the job because I don't know what I'm looking at. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not an expert like these guys are. And so um I didn't learn anything. So how how can we make this better? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it can only go up from there. Um I yeah, think, yeah I mean and I think one of the biggest obstacles and like I think you know we can kind of this is a shorter episode, but uh it's something important to talk about is like there's a lot of people that they're maybe opposed to like changes in training. Like they just want to do things how they've been done. And so what are some of the biggest obstacles you run into when you're talking to people about training that is innovating and that's changing and that's necessary doing it, you know, for, for good reasons. I think the biggest, um, the biggest concern or, or objection is the unknown. So if I bring up AR to an owner or leadership team, for the most part, they're thinking, what does that mean? Number one, what's the cost? Okay, Apple, yeah, you have these brilliant ideas, but what's the cost? And then number two would be, okay, how is how do we execute this? I think those are the two biggest things is how, how accessible is it? And then what is this going to cost me? And so what we're finding out is that the example that I gave you about getting footage of a job site and then presenting that in a safety meeting um, or presenting it in a, in a QR code where you're in a class, you scan the screen and now you're able to move your phone around and you're able to really see the job site that the, the camera, I don't know, 200, $300 and then time cost of time to go out and get that footage. Um, so it's not as expensive as people are thinking when they hear AR and VR, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, those are definitely the obstacles that, you know, and I've talked to a lot of, you know, your customers and clients over the years as well. And so it's like, those are definitely the obstacles. Those are the first things people want to know is like, you know, what does it cost? And I think that in safety in general, people just need to understand like safety is so much about opportunity cost. Um, you know, it's everybody, everybody knows they need safety once they have an incident. Um, yeah. But then beforehand, you know, it's, it, it is, I, I get it. It's really easy to wonder like, you know, what does it cost? How much time is it going to be? But it's really, I think we need to change the questions that we're asking to really be thinking about, okay, what's it going to cost to not have the best training? Um, it's probably going to cost you jobs. Like, you know, if, if you have a reputation for having the best and the most innovative training, you know, companies are going to be more likely to hire you. Um, so, I mean, it's going to cost you potential revenue, but also, you know, it might cost you you know, hopefully it, not, but it might cost you incidents. Um, and so Absolutely. I think, yeah, we, yeah, just need to change, we need to change the questions that we're asking about it because there's a lot of obstacles out there and there's a lot of people that, you know, it's just, and that's human nature. It's just easier to do what we've been doing, but it's so necessary for us to continue to like change the way that we're doing things. Absolutely. I think that there would be one major takeaway for our listeners today. It would be I would just challenge you to look at your internal training program and think, when was the last time we updated this thing? 
when was the last time that we did anything different when it came to our our beginning with our new hire onboarding to our continuous training to our specialty classes? Are we bringing in the same insurance provider to do the fall protection class that everybody falls asleep at and hates? Or is everyone falling asleep at your safety meeting and you're wondering, oh, everyone just hates training because it's training. And it's like, no, take accountability yep. and think like, what can you do different? Because that those are the questions I ask myself when I thought, why does everyone hate safety training? Hey, I'm the trainer. What, what's, what do I need to change about myself, my techniques, my ability to communicate uh, a message? How can I engage this crowd? Because that's, that's my responsibility. That's our responsibility as leaders, as safety leaders, as whatever your title is. If you just want to take the next level at your company, we just need to look at when's the last time we did anything different. Yeah, here. yeah, absolutely. Well, if, if you or somebody you know as a listener is uh, looking to find out, you know, how training is changing and how you can be on top of that, keep listening. Like this is going to be a conversation we continue to have. We continue to bring thought leaders onto the podcast. They're talking about how training is changing. And um, thank you so much for your time out today. And we will see you all next week. Yeah, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the True Safety Podcast with Apollonia Rockwell. If you are looking to save time and money with your safety program this year, we'd love to hear from you. Head to truesafetyservices.com slash podcast to schedule a free call with our team, where we will help you identify the biggest opportunities for growth in your company and safety program, and we'll connect you with the right resources to help you grow. Again, that is truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends. If you know anyone who needs to hear this episode today, click the share button and send them this episode. 